Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spilled Popcorn. This is the web series slash podcast where we spill the popcorn slash the beans slash the tea, whatever you want to spill. Jelly beans, we're here for you because we're going to talk about the latest and greatest in TV and film. And right now, today's the day, one world, one people, we're talking about the finale of the oh i can't even remember the name of the show oh my goodness <laughs> the <It's, word. laughs> well it's that's just telling you how this day is going ladies and gentlemen it's telling you the the episode was so speechless that i couldn't get it out there the falcon and the winter soldier aka to fat was that right. is the show that we watched i think can you can you tell me my co-host cam can you help me out was that the show that we were supposed to watch i hope so because that's what i watched so uh <laughs> if not we're gonna be in big trouble i'm your other co-host kirk i'm trying to find the words tonight i'm so touched i'm so um, affected by this being the finale and we're not going to get another marvel series until june 11th is that june right 11. that's right loki, loki which that's a long time right now. We only had to wait like one week, maybe two between this uh, and WandaVision. That's going to be a long stretch. Um, it might as well be uh, giving up uh, MCU TV shows for Lent in April mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and May and part of June. That's too much. That's too much for me. So, Cam, are you sad that this show's season has ended? How's your mental, uh, emotional state with this? Sure. Yeah, I'm sad. I, w- I would say that I'm sad. It, it was... It ended really well, and I think that the overall arc of the show was solid. I think it's well documented that I think that this show started a little slow, but I think that um, they tied up everything they needed to tie up for the most part, and uh, I, I am sad to see it go, though it, it felt like such a short show. I'm a little worried about this trend of, like, like you know, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is going to be six episodes, and there I, I keep hearing about lots of these new shows that are going to be six episodes, and I'm like... Man, I don't know. That just like it's hard to get attached to it a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, it's a difficult task for sure from the production team, from the story writers, from the from the all all involved, the entire cast and crew. I think that what we saw in WandaVision, it was so easy to attach to those characters, A, because it was the first one, B, because it was so mysterious. This one being such a, a more straight-laced show, they they went that route, which was fine, but it didn't get uh it didn't get you didn't get the stakes as high as early on, really. Mm-hmm. We they had they had a lot of introductions, a lot of new characters to give us. And in six episodes, there's not much time to to do that and get to the finale. Uh great finale all around, all around. Uh this was by far the best episode of the the entire season, as it should be. Um and I keep saying season and not series because I'm confident that there will be a second season of this. How do you feel about that, Cam? Well, they haven't denied it, and they've they've said that shows like this one and like Loki, um, our showrunner Spellman, Mark Spellman, mm-hmm. Mark, yeah, uh, has has said that these kind of shows lend themselves to multiple seasons. So, um, yeah, though though you know we got the news shortly after the finale that Captain America four was in the works. So, I'm like, I kind of see them using the shows to develop characters that are underdeveloped. And so I don't know what a season four would look like. And could they even call it the Falcon and the winter soldier anymore? Unless it's walking Torres or like something, you know what I mean? Like, is it really a second season or is it just a continuation of the story with a different show title? I don't know. 
all options are on the table. All options yeah. are on the table. Do, do you remember at the end of this episode, the finale, it actually switched the title to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So they could just they could just say season two, you know, change the title. That's a very real possibility. Um you know, one of the funny things about comic book movies and comic books in general is, you know, there's this world, this universe, you know, that they are teamed up with other superheroes. And the back of my mind always runs like, well, why didn't they call? Why didn't they call Spider-Man? This would be a perfect uh, team up for him. He's <laughs> he's close by, right? Like, oh, oh, Aquaman could take this guy. Look, look at his powers. Like, let, let's go, you know, like whatever it may be, whatever, whatever world we're in. So uh, did you feel any of that during during this since we just had Bucky, essentially Bucky and uh, and Sam Wilson? Uh, not too much. They, they always have like different explanations for it. I think because this was like a political conflict, it sort of had to be Sam Wilson because he still has ties to the government and, right. and things like that. And he was sort of in their debt. What with the pardons and everything. Um, so that, that made sense to me, but yeah, I mean, if you think too hard about it, it's always like, eh, you know, where's Thor? <laughs> right. <laughs> like what he could he could knock these guys out. Like, let's get it going. That's right. That's right. So luckily this finale, um a uh, far from the other uh, far from the other episodes i i didn't have to wander that way the, the other episodes is like man they should really just you know like when they were getting their butts kicked on the train early on episode two right it's like they just got to get some help here this is semi trucks the semi trucks yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and then i know get, they're like you're like here. these are just some scrubs these are some just like run-of-the-mill super soldiers you guys beat thanos like let's uh let's call in some support Exactly, exactly. I know you guys text like, come on, come on. We, we know it. We know there's a group chat going on. So hopefully we see that in the next Avengers movie. What's going on in the group chat between all the Avengers. Mm -hmm. But this, this, this one right here, this finale is what this show deserved. Seeing whatever Captain America 4 has in store is super excited to be after after how they showed up uh, and showed Sam Wilson in the Captain America suit fully with wings uh with the falcon wings but you know they've been repainted and such uh let's talk about the unwrapping because i just want to hit the highlights of this episode and then kind of dissect them chat about them what were your favorite parts what were the audience's favorite parts uh because there were some really big hitters in here so let's do it the unwrapping let's go the final unwrapping until june 11th we'll find, something. Well, soldier. We'll find something to do we'll find something to talk about oh Okay, gotcha. I thought you were th you were thinking I was going to lose this piece of paper, this exact well, you piece of paper not. that's been here since the beginning. This <laughs> no, is going to be can in if you want to, but I mean, <laughs> I won't be that sad. This has all the oil on my fingers. This little tiny piece of plastic that I don't know what it. It's going to stop crackling soon because it's just like just not going to work. <laughs> it's going to be like too like moist from that. It's uh yeah, it's 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 at the end of its life here. So the big moments out of this episode, well, of course we had the some big John Walker fights, including John Walker going from I'm going to kill everybody um, the world owes me so much to uh, we have a hostage situation and he remembers that he has a heart and he doesn't want these hostages who Carly Morgenthau is ready to just off uh, with the blink of an eye and in a heartbeat and totally turns his life around uh, to really to really second guess what he's doing and then he teams back up with uh, Sam Wilson, aka your Captain America and Bucky Barnes. Now, we also see Sam Wilson don this suit. I got to get your feedback on this. I had guessed maroon based on all the hints they were throwing at us. Completely wrong. We got mostly blue and white for this uh, for this costume here. And of course, we've got the wings. We both speculated no wings uh, going forward with Captain America. How do you feel about this suit, Cam? 
Yeah, it's effectively the exact suit out of the comics. <laughs> it, it, it's it, for all intents and purposes, is the exact suit. Um, he's he's donning the wings, you know, this time around. I don't know that that will always be the case, but it was this time, and I I liked it. I th I think the suit looks really good. Um, I like what they've done with it. I was I was a little surprised that they went like straight out of the comics with that suit. I thought he might get a suit that looked a little bit more like steve rogers suit because i was like maybe they want to make it like more definitive like this guy is captain america because his suit while it has more of a captain america flair when you see it you don't think captain america because there's the wings there's a different color scheme like all that stuff so that's going to take some getting used to and that's why i ultimately thought they would go in a different direction but the suit aesthetic is great and yep. you know i'm already used to it being the captain america suit now so like it's fine but i i was a little bit surprised by that choice yeah me too it, i thought it was super stellar when he came in flying in i was like oh all right there we go the wings come in because when he lands as the captain america suit it's not a big reveal honestly it's a very split second and then he's fighting he's going hand to hand with, with all the big guys so uh i was a little worried about it but then what really won me over is in that same hostage scene where that truck's going down you see the shield on his back and the wings and they really you know if if the bald uh, eagle is is the symbol of america and freedom right and you have these wings on sam wilson uh as captain america you you see the message that all is pull is all pulling together and that is such a powerful moment right there uh that you you think yes like this all ties together so i was at first very apprehensive about it you and i had talked about it it made more sense to give the wings to someone else and then you have the practicality of what those wings provide sam as someone who is saying i'm not taking the super soldier serum i don't need it right. i'm who i am uh and you see him uh use his suit practically to his advantage by blasting his suit to push over these super soldiers using his wings as a shield to protect himself and to fly away from someone to evade so i'm all in i'm all in on the captain america suit for sam wilson very exciting yeah i like that they they showed specifically the scene where the truck full of people is about to careen off the edge and john walker tried to stop it and couldn't and bucky's down below helpless and Sam comes in and you're like, how's he going to do this? Well, then they show how he's able to use the tech and the jet boosters on his back and on Red Wing to give him super strength by proxy. Mm -hmm. And I, I liked that. I thought that was clever. And I, I think it's appropriate because that's one of the it's a stupid question, but it's one of the main questions that fans have is like, well, Captain America is a super soldier. So how's right. he going to do that? And we got that answer. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, I was happy that they answered that. No Torres in this film. You even think that it's happening right at, right out the gate because Sam's like, I brought backup. And you're like, oh, Torres is coming in. He's the one flying. Nice, nice uh, bait and switch right there. But it was actually Sam uh, coming in. And it was Sharon, right, who was rolling in with, yes. uh, with the feds, you know, or her, her uh, ragtag team. Um, I like in this episode, we also get Bucky's redemption. You know, he leaves his notebook behind. Uh, it to his uh, his therapist, played by the incomparable Amy Aquino, who's been in dozens of fantastic roles and shows. Uh, he leaves the notebook that was Steve Rogers right there. He says, I finished the book. Uh, and then we see him go very, very clearly to uh, the man that he was with at the beginning of this uh, series and season uh, to, to apologize and say that, hey, listen, I'm the Winter Soldier. I killed your son. Uh, super big, really big, you know, uh, Bucky, uh, Sebastian Sands had some big moments and that was nonetheless a, a fantastic reveal. Yeah. I liked seeing him get his hero moment. The, the part where he's pulling people, he, you know, he finally 
breaks the doors off the back of the truck and people say thank you to him and he's kind of taken it back for a second and then he's yeah like, he's like yeah I, I like did something for people that's pretty cool so he he got some self-worth back there and that was a moment that he needed yes i love it i love it we also get isaiah's redemption uh through sam wilson of course they've had some conflict about what the captain america suit means uh white blonde hair blue eyes um uh, and and how how much that Isaiah was betrayed by his own country and in, in captured and imprisoned uh, for many years with no, and then had to fake his own death, right? Uh, in order to escape. And so Sam Wilson gives some compelling arguments back, like, listen, all of that is true. And I think I can do better. And Isaiah says, you are special. And, you know, there's, there's some fun, fun, sarcastic banter between these two. And then, of course, Isaiah um, uh, goes to the museum and there is a statue that Sam Wilson has figured out on the sly uh, to be erected in his honor to ex- uh, expose and express how awesome uh, a hero that Isaiah was. Big, powerful moment. We get a lot more with his son right here, which only plays into your, your theory, which is 100% has to be 100 100% correct about Young Avengers coming up uh, because he had virtually no dialogue until this episode. And in the most powerful moments, he was directly incorporated. Yeah. Glad to see Eli getting looped in. Uh, I can't wait to learn more about this character. And hopefully it means that we're getting more, um, more Isaiah Bradley because, you know, he's his grandfather and he's his like, presumably his guardian or whatever. I mean, they basically live together. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited about this character arc. I think it's only the very, very tip of the iceberg and it's going to get really fun from here. What I love about this relationship of Isaiah and, uh, and Sam Wilson is that it honestly reminds me of uh, Bruce Banner and uh terry mcginnis <laughs> it's the batman beyond relationship you or know bruce wayne yeah bruce wayne yeah. oh sorry thank you bruce yeah bruce wayne uh yeah, this, it is. this it reminds me of old bruce wayne and terry mcginnis uh right just like straight up and i really hope that they bring carl lumby into the actual films i, I see no reason so as to why they wouldn't uh and i i hope that carl lumby as isaiah i hope he gets like a yoda moment right like you see him in this entire season season of uh uh was uh the falcon the winter soldier but you don't get to see him actually Actually, like do some work and <laughs> the man is built i don't know if you're looking at him while he's on screen but he is he yeah. is ready to go so i think you give him a couple of minutes with some big bad and he, he can destroy them i'd be really excited to see that either in a big mcu film or the young avengers i'm, I'm, I'm all about that yeah fingers crossed that would be sick <laughs> and then of course some other big big hitters of course we have val is up to no good at the end of this episode she is uh giving uh giving john walker his u.s agent uh uniform very exciting uh sharon is confirmed as the power broker eh, kind of a kind of a meek reveal uh all in all through uh through the actual uh events like in the backroom fight with carly before carly is offed and of course when she gets pardoned by the u.s government but i'm excited to see what happens with that character in the future i think it'll be better developed moving forward and then of course finally zemo still alive still kicking still pulling strings that is the finale lots more happened it's so many there's so many facts about this episode i can't keep them straight um i want to get into the butter i want to see what you had to talk about cam some some hit some big hits some highlights of this episode what stood out to you whether it's something we already talked about and hit on or if it's something that we haven't mentioned before what was one of the the biggest moments of this episode for you uh, I mean, I think I love the delineation they're making between Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers. I think it's incredibly important. 
um, because I think they they even sort of set it up as like, well, I can't be Steve Rogers, and that's why he thought that he couldn't be Captain America and why he turned down the shield because he knew he would never be Steve Rogers. But his monologue at the end to the GRC representatives in front of the, the television cameras shows that he's not Steve Rogers, but he's the he, you know to steal from from the Dark Knight, he's the hero. He's the hero we need. You know, he's, yep, yep. he's just, you know he's the hero that we deserve, just not the one we need right now, right? Um, he, he is, he is opinionated and he's not just going to do what's right. He, he is going to do what's right, but he's going to, he's going to tell people how it is. And, um, you know, that, that is different than Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers, you know, kind of saw the best in things and, and was loyal sometimes to a fault. And I think that this will be a good different flavor. So I love that that through line was kept intact and actually, amplified in the final episode i think that was the right play um i'm glad that the sharon carter thing is left open that uh, i got to the end of the episode and the sharon carter thing gets wrapped up in the mid-credits scene and i was immediately ticked off at, as the episode ended because i was like they did not wrap up the power broker thing they did not wrap up the sharon carter timeline they show her get pardoned then she's walking out and she's like all right i'm in like let's get to work that was perfect because what it explains is a couple of things. It explains, first of all, that she's the power broker, which they kind of gave us like a soft tease of in episode five and then like a full like reveal in episode six. But we already knew. I feel like we kind of knew for a couple of episodes. Definitely. And then it explains why she was helping Sam and uh, Bucky at the end because she was legitimately helping them and and she wanted to help bring Carly down because it would help her get her pardon and the pardon wasn't just that she wanted to be pardoned which I was worried about it was that she is up to no good and so I I was I was very pleased with that outcome and I'm excited to see where they go with it um I think those are the big ones for me I, th I thought Bucky's timeline or, or storyline story arc wrapped up pretty well i think it could have been slightly stronger um i think in a way he sort of gets the short end of the stick in terms of development he gets he gets some really good development but just not as much as sam i mean this is sam's show at the end of the day they call it the falcon and the winter soldier but this is the sam wilson anthony mackie show in my opinion and they did a stellar job with that um and i'll save my john walker stuff for this for the crumbs because I, good, I, good, good. we got lots there yeah, one thing that I want to point out, you know, is just visually, this episode was just so far above all the other ones that we've seen, uh, one through five. One, num this sixth episode in this series, uh, in the season, came in hot. They they've shown us everything. Everything has been a tease, and what we get in this episode is just eye candy. Um, one of the biggest moments is when Carly has died, uh, killed by Sharon, of course, and uh, you see. Sam bringing her down he he flies her down in the slowest way and you get to see his wings at their uh, biggest sprawl uh, their biggest span and he is just slowly descending with her and you're thinking to yourself wow he's an angel and is he an angel of death what's going to become of this you know it's it's a very it's a very eerie but also beautiful scene I, I just it just captured me that that Big moment superman did. vibes superman yeah. vibes there. and 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 just just the way he descended into there and just gently put her onto uh the the cart it almost felt like 
for a second, you're like, maybe she lived, man, because he was being so delicate with her. But no, he was just honoring her, even though she had a lot of mixed up ideas and she was really backwards and messed up in the head because of her super soldier serum. Um, He was really saying, listen, I know what it's like to be the underdog. And then he immediately says that in the scene with the cameras and the senators Uh, that that speech there, just like you talked about, was huge, absolutely huge. It's something that we haven't um, experienced to that level. It kept gradually increasing and increasing, and it felt so perfectly placed uh, also. Uh, it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like they they had like a moment in the episode where they wanted to plug that scene in. The progression of this episode was flawless and uh, I hope if they do make a season two, they use this as its template because this is where they were strongest throughout the entire season. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, I, th- I think that scene is really important for Marvel right now because I think it's them telling us like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna like hit on some stuff." <laughs> you know, yeah. we've, we've been like pretty much just straight up superhero movies now, but like comics reflect society they've always been slightly political they're like hey we're gonna we're gonna share some viewpoints and uh get ready which you know for better or worse that people criticize them for not doing it and i'm sure they'll get criticized for doing it so we'll just we'll see how it goes but hey they're they're out there now right and so far they're doing it well so let's talk about the crumbs mr cam i heard you want to talk about uh uh, what was his name? Uh, John John Walker. Is John that right? Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt Walker. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about that. Let's just sing the song for the rest of the episode. How about that? Uh, yeah. Let's go, John Walker. How do you feel about him? It's interesting. It's interesting for a number of reasons because he gets his redemption, which I think was appropriate. You know, he he finally he's like he feels like if he gets a chance to take out Carly that everything will be okay and he will have fulfilled his mission and he will have avenged his his buddy Lamar Hoskins and he would have kept his word to his family and all of these things and he would be Captain America but what he realized is that doing that would make him the opposite of Captain America and that what Captain America would do is save people from a burning van or a van that's falling off you know the side of a ledge and so when push comes to shove that's what he opts for and that's an important moment for him as a character but i love that they've left this ambiguous because i think that is so important to keep these characters rich is uh, as i've mentioned both on wandavision and here and and even in our podcast when we talk about marvel marvel is going to blur the lines between good and bad and it's not going to be dichotomous anymore it's not going to be this guy is good this guy is bad like there will be some of that but there will be a lot of people who are right in that gray space in the middle and i think that's only going to enrich uh the stories that they're telling here i think it only it only benefits um so his scene at the end with valentina allegra de fontaine val (laughs) um he's getting his u.s agent suit and and it's pretty funny because he's like it's the same, but black, <laughs> which is exactly what it's like the same Captain America suit, but black. And she gives the line of like, when things go down, we're going to need, we're not going to need Captain America. We're going to need a U.S. agent. And, and I'm surprised that they went this route. I, I think I brought up U.S. agent once before early on, whenever John Walker was first announced. And we didn't really talk about it much more after that because it's, and maybe Marvel stands will throw rocks at me for this, but like, 
it's a pretty unimportant character. Like he's around, he does some stuff. He's, he's obviously involved in West coast Avengers, which feels like something they could be building towards. Um, but it's not a huge character. And so I'm surprised that they even went the route. And frankly, I think it's kind of a lame name and a lame like title, but I am glad that White Russell's sticking around. I think John Walker is going to be a good character to have around. But what's really curious about this is that we had been theorizing that that Val's building this evil super team, and U.S. Agent's not a bad guy, and, and they've re, they've now redeemed John Walker to an extent. So, what what is she working at? And 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 I don't know the answer to that, to be honest with you. Yeah, so as someone who doesn't know that storyline very well at all, what, here's what I saw out of it, and this could just be because of what I'm watching. I'm watching a lot of cult shows right now, okay? <laughs> lots of lots of cult documentaries. And what we see Val do is that she's just being slightly manipulative. Uh, she's like winning people over. She's sarcastic. She's quirky. And she's got a lot of knowledge. She's obviously got a lot of money and a lot of power. Uh, and people are drawn to that. You know, why, why is John Walker just off the street only having met this lady once saying, yeah, get me a suit. That sounds great. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll work for you. What do you, want, what do you want me to do? So I think that she is building this superhero team under the guise of something else. And she's going to uh, trick them uh, kind of like in a cult-like way as being this leader who they all believe in. And uh, she, she's going to warp uh, what their what her beliefs are, uh, what their beliefs are, break them down and make them follow her, uh, convince them, feed them lies. That's that's what it seems like because I don't see John Walker is such a gray area character. He's got a lot of power. He's got a lot of celebrity. Uh, so how could you just say, oh, let's redeem him? But now, never mind. I'm gonna go kill whoever you want me to kill. I feel like there's a big gaslighting situation happening with Val, uh, and it's very easy for uh, uh, for her to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I agree. I think it does feel that way. It feels like, you know, John Walker now realizes he just wants to be a hero and he's ready to do that and he's going to get taken advantage of, which, frankly, that's going to end terribly. Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like poor poor John Walker is going to end up becoming this really tragic character who, like, only wants to do good but just can't seem to do it, keeps getting looped in with the wrong people in the wrong situations and is kind of like ultimately die finally fulfilling his sacrifice sacrificial journey like that's honestly what it feels like that would build towards yeah but what, what else is interesting is now you've got sharon infiltrating shield presumably with her own you know super serum drug running thing that she's trying to do here yep. and so it feels like that's something that val would do you know and so it's like sharon is kind of being like the infiltrated shield agent that like I kind of expected Val to be. And so it's just interesting. There's a lot of things at play here for sure. Yeah. Maybe Sharon and Val are going to come to blows because they're going to be uh, creeping in, stepping in on the, on each other's markets. You know, <laughs> I don't yeah. even see them working together. I see them as competitors uh, in their different uh, endeavors, trying to take whatever they want. Uh, they're the power that they seek. It's, it's kind of neat that um, so we have, uh, WandaVision, which touched big on mental health. Of course, we have uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, big on inequality. So how are how are they going to put these together? What does Loki hold? You know, what's its big theme uh, going to be? Is it going to pull both of those together? Is it going to have its own completely separate line that it wants to touch base that's going on uh, in America? Maybe it's just strictly division. Do you have any any thoughts of what uh, 
how they could weave this in and or or if you don't want to go there do you want to talk about you know who is the big bad uh is it going to be the super groups against each other which we talked briefly about or is it going to be we're going to have one one big bad again I think there will be one big bad, but that he won't work alone. I think it'll be similar to the way that Thanos kind of like used Loki in the first movie, used Ronin. Um, you know, uh, Ultron came into play, but Thanos was still in the bat. Like, I think there will be, I think that element will still exist. And that um, I think, I think King the Conqueror is going to be our big bad. I think the fact that they've already cast Jonathan Majors and it was one of the first big leaked castings, I think they have major plans for him. Um, quantum mania is not coming out for a little bit. So I'm surprised that it would have been leaked as early if it was, if he's not filming after credit scenes and different scenes to kind of sprinkle him in there. So I think that's the move. I think Loki's going to go to answer your other question. I think Loki's going to go in a totally different direction. I don't, I don't see it tying in. If it's going to tie into anything, it's going to be WandaVision. Um, lots of people have been speculating, uh, that, Loki will tie directly into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which of course is is exactly what WandaVision ties into. So there's possible there could be some overlap there, even if it's minimal. Um, but I don't think thematically that they will overlap much. I think they're going to go completely different there, which I'm excited about. I think it'll be I think it'll be good. So excellent, excellent. We'll Anything else you want to talk about this episode other than just like want to gush all about it because it was just beautiful and fantastic? You know? <laughs> I, I did think it was good. I thought it was a good, good wrap up. I don't think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier as a show is perfect, but I think that they, they did a good job. And I think that you have to be happy with the direction of things and where it was left. And knowing that our Captain America 4 that was just announced will be under the same you know, brain trust who pulled together this show. I mean, that, that feels good. And keep in mind, here's, I guess, there's not much to speculate. They kind of tied a lot of things up. The main speculations around John Walker and stuff, but here's what I will say. Captain America four was announced before any new Avengers movie has been announced. We have no new Avengers movie announced for phase four or phase five. We know that it will be coming eventually, but the placement of that Avengers movie in relation to these others is going to be key because I think if Captain America 4 is before the Avengers movie, it's possible that we pick up right where we left off at the end of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, or shortly thereafter. So that could get that, that could be an interesting thing to keep an eye on. I love that. I think Sam Wilson leading a film uh, for the MCU is going to be fantastic. He's been a big hitter in several of his own uh, indie movies, Netflix movies. Uh, I think this is really his time to shine. So bravo to the entire cast and crew. We applaud you. Thanks for bringing in a fantastic finale. And we cannot wait to see you guys again on June 11th for when Loki drops on Disney+. Plus. We got to give it up to Rhetoric, our music, uh, original music that's playing out. The band, check them out on Spotify. Check us out on our regular podcast, Popcorn for Breakfast. You can listen to this episode there. You can watch our faces on YouTube. You can check us out on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, the whole lot. We will talk to you guys very, very soon. Bye.